Now tuned in to the TMB Podcast. Welcome to the TMB Podcast. I'm the Irish Mick, Tyler McGurk. I'm here with my two guys, Darren Breyer and Brian, the main man, Johnson. Brian, how are you doing today? I heard you got a new job. What are you going to be doing? Yeah, I'm going to be uh, working for the post office. Uh, I'm going on Wednesday to uh, fill out some paperwork and get stuff ready for the background check and basically going to be basically processing mail. So if you have a government issue with your post office, make sure you tweet Brian at, (laughs) I don't even know Brian's Twitter, but Brian Joe at a bunch of numbers. Outside of that, Darren, Darren, how you doing, my guy? That's funny. I just, (laughs) it is, he's like 7437. He's like, you know, like when you do the. It's like a phone number. When you do the city league basketball league and they like say put your driver's license number, I'm like, yeah, D3. I'm like, I don't even know what it is. Put eight numbers down or whatever it is. So, uh, was, that's funny. Uh, you guys, you I'm good. Glad to be on, though. I know you guys are feeling good. So, oh, oh, we... very good. I mean, since last time we talked, the Niners have now won 13 in a row. They ticked on an extra win versus the Rams to move to 9 0 with the Kyle Shanahan. McVay rivalry. They have that damn NFC championship game, which still hurts a little bit. Dig deep. Brock Purdy has moved to 8 0. They're 3 0 this year. They've scored 30 points exactly every week. You're not beating this team if they're scoring 30 points with this defense. And they have this loaded roster with $41 million in cap. How could I not be doing well talking 49ers football right now? It's probably the best time to be a fan since the mid 80s. So we'll move to the game. The game that actually mattered. We played Thursday night. We moved to three and zero, pounding the Giants thirty to thirteen. But there was a lot of negative tweets, a lot of negativity going to the game. Brian, why can't people wrap their head around Brock Purdy being a good quarterback? He just has that look like he just is a guy who, you know, isn't the prototypical quarterback. Somebody who's gonna, you know, get throw the touchdowns and throw for the yards, but. What, what I like about him is he's very confident and he can be kind of cocky at times. And he, he he pretty much came out and said that he wants to keep getting better. So that's something you want to hear from your franchise quarterback. Absolutely. Darren, not being a 49ers fan, I don't know how high or low you are on Purdy. You haven't really come out in – you're a Trey Lance guy with Brian busting by balls. What are your thoughts on Purdy, what you've seen, what you haven't seen? <laughs> yeah. In this I said, no start to his career. 
I remember saying last year I thought he ran the offense better than Jimmy G ever did. So I, that may, yeah, so those comments are That's odd. What Jimmy G talk that up in the in the column? What <laughs> Jimmy G reference? Well, just more just more saying that at that moment, I still when I saw him play, then I was like, wow, he's running their offense even more efficiently than I agree. Meaning this other quarterback that we talked about did pretty good with, but like you know he wasn't able to get it to the next level after his injuries, and it seemed like Purdy was able to come in and kind of keep sustain that, and he. And the one thing he does well is I think he even he I guess at the beginning of your career, I mean, he, especially coming in as a seventh round pick, you have this saying sometimes, right? Even at work, like fake it till you make it. But, and I feel like even if he didn't know what he did, he at least acted like he knew what he did. You know what I mean? Like calling, being confident in the huddle enough where like you have guys like Trent Williams and, you know, respected guys say, hey, who is this kid? So to me that that was a, that's a takeaway when I remember him, him coming on the scene a little bit last year, and let's be honest, like you guys watched the game, like that he should have threw a pick in the first drive. That should have been intercepted by that Giants guy. He still has like some interesting like throws at moments, but he still I still think he runs your guys' offenses way better than any guys you you've had. So I agree. I mean, it wasn't the best throw, but the guy didn't even get his hands on it. Piddle came in, make a great defensive play, like a great offensive player. Should in that situation, it wasn't a great throw. I'm not trying to defend, but it's not like he dropped it. It was just a great play by Kittle. Give him his props. I think you said exactly what a lot of people are thinking, and didn't mean for it to be disrespectful. But the fake it till you make it thing, like people look. That's how people do feel, and it's. I think it's as a Purdy guy, and and the stats. I'm going to back up with what Brian actually sent me. Props to Brian, but like. What do you mean? Like, people are like, oh, we can't throw the ball down the field. I mean, this year is 22 for 29, 401 yards, and four TDs. It's 157 passer rating. I know passer rating is not the most accurate stat, but the guy gets it done. Does he have occasionally – every quarterback occasionally gets picked off, in my opinion. Yeah. Am I out of my mind? Brian, I no. know you have become a big Purdy guy. Is this crazy? He bought the jersey. Are we, are we – what was that? He bought the jersey. He already has yeah, it. That's, exactly. what, that's what I like, Nico. Brian, you were off at that point, but he goes, Nico, at the end of our show, he goes, well, I don't know, Brian, but he had a Purdy jersey on, I'm pretty sure, so he must be a pretty hardcore <laughs> fan. So he read you right in that regard. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like he – I know there, there's something about him that we've never had in a quarterback before that, you know, Patrick Peterson calls him out and he like – purposely goes after him and then he goes to the media and goes well I guess that didn't go very well and like I've never seen a quarterback under the Shanahan era just like own confidence the way Purdy does he's definitely arrogant he's not afraid of the moment and he doesn't he's not afraid of any big moment he revels in it he, I, and I just don't understand the backlash from anybody. and he's on a great like, team oh for sure I mean yeah. that's Absolutely, but all the great quarterbacks are on good teams. Very rarely is that like who's not on a good team right now that like that's a great quarterback. I just he is. No, I I get you. I mean, I thought we were talking young in their career. No, no. no. I mean, obviously, happens all the time. He wouldn't be winning with a Texans roster. I'm not saying like Patrick Mahomes. I listed my quarterbacks who are better than him. There's eight or nine, or maybe seven. I had. It's not, but it's not in this like, oh, he's mid. He's this average quarterback. I just don't understand it. Brian, uh, that was, I had a sound bite going, but my phone's not acting up, but that's all right. Brian, another thing I wanted to talk about real quick with Brandon Ayuk out, 
This guy, I feel like, is very disrespected. He, he had a 1,600-yard season ago, or two seasons ago. Last year, he had trouble. I'm wearing his jersey just because I think he's one a, a top seven weapon now in the NFL, just the way Santa hit. But we'll talk about it in a little bit. Is Debo special, or am I have a little special in me because I think he's just great? I, I mean, yesterday was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was just all over the field, whether it was running or catching the ball. And he felt like he was, like, pushing. He was like Mark Bavaro, kind of, where it's like, pushing people across. Bring up that damn New York night every <laughs> I mean, I, mean <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm taking right out of the, the announcers what they said last night. But <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like he just – he brings something to the offense. He could – you can put him all over the field, and it feels like it confuses the defense because sometimes they'll put, like, McCaffrey in the backfield and Debo, and, like, they're like, who are they going to go to? Yeah, they'll put D- McCaffrey at wide receiver and Debo in the backfield, and it's not like, yeah, exactly. you know, okay, they're passing the ball because Debo's that great. They threw the, an out pat, and McCaffrey made a hell of a catch, diving catch for a first down. Brian, Darren, what are your thoughts on Debo? Is there who, who's your comparison for Debo Samuel, like in the history or even right now? Do you have one? Is there anyone like him? Uh, the only guy I can, I, I kind of feel, I mean, but he didn't do it like very long. It was Anquan Bolden kind of ran like that. I feel like, like that's like a physical runner. He took handoffs. He would throw a little bit, like because he played quarterback at Florida State, like. That's the first guy that jumps to my mind when I think of that. Like he didn't have the speed Debo, I think, had though. So that's like a big difference. But he definitely run ran with that type of attitude. Maybe Heinz Ward. That's like the other guy maybe comes to my mind a little bit. But I feel like Debo's better than Heinz Ward. Like you gotta be like, but but they have the same mentality. I was just trying to get like that type yeah. of like physical kind of mentality. <laughs> Heinz Ward was kind of more of a trenches guy. So I, that probably wouldn't be where I'd go. I go. I feel like Bolden would be my Bolden. that's the first guy that jumps off to my mind. Um and even though he's not quite the runner, I think Samuel is. But he would he'd ha, he'd have find a way to escape. So uh, I'm curious though. Do you think that with Ayuk being out, that made Purdy and Shanahan go to him number one, or do you think with when Ayuk gets back? Because let's be honest, like you you want a good offense, but like is Ayuk number one, or do you think Sam is it is it pretty clear Debo's the number one guy still? No, I think I used the number one guy when he's out there. I think he's easier to trust running a route. I think Debo's special in different ways where he can't run the whole route tree, maybe. He's not like this route like technician. He's a, if he gets the ball, it's I guarantee people who are trying to tackle him, they're they're puckering up. They're getting scared. They're like, This is not the guy we want to have the ball. I'd rather have anybody on the field, Kittle even. Like, I don't want him having the ball. It'd be great. McCaffrey even. Like, he's just the toughest tackle, in my opinion. Or it seems that way on film when I watch the game. But does Shanahan treat him like that, you feel like? Does Shanahan treat Ayuk as number one when you watch the games, or does he treat Debo like number one? I, I mean, since Purdy's taken over, I think it's pre- been pretty clear Ayuk's the number one guy as far as passes beyond the line of scrimmage. I still think they want Debo to get his touches, but I think they're just more, like, gimmicky. Not gimmicky, but, like. So Ayuk's better than Debo, then? No, I wouldn't say that. I, I don't think so. They I think Debo, if they're special. I use more prototype, better prototype, like receiver, get the ball down the field, make plays. Debo is going to do things behind the line of scrimmage. 
more, but he can still do things in front of the line of scrimmage. He's not like a maybe Brian terrible was right. top three, top three. Yeah, he's top three wide receiver. Yeah, what are your thoughts on who's you, number one now? You just can't use IU the way you can use Debo. Ayuk's more the pure receiver that runs great <laughs> and he'll get deep and get open on 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 coverage guys and that's different from Debo Debo they it seems like they use him like a Swiss army knife like either they're running him or he's moving all over the field I'd be surprised if you guys end up with both though I'm just saying going into the future I agree because yeah. Purdy will have to be signed at some point. I would think that they would only keep one of the receivers. That's just what I, I maybe. Or or they let Kittle go, I guess. I could see them having them for a year and then one of them having to go. Like, Because, I, I mean, like I said when I did that, they have the most the top three roster and they have $41 million in cap. It makes no sense. They have, like, all these highest-paid players at position or top five. I don't know how they have all this money. I don't. It doesn't make sense. NFL salary cap. Is that what, pretty thing? Savage says, sa- the salary is cap. It doesn't matter. Like it's all made up. But I mean, I, I mean, I mean that was the game. reason Ayuk was out. They they ended up feeding Kittle a lot more as a receiver because they yeah, want guys. He looked a lot better. Way. Yeah. <clears throat> Who was number ten out there? Reed or something? He he actually made some big plays. That's too, Brian's boy. Ron, Ronnie Bell. Ring yeah, that bell, guy. baby. Yeah, Derek Bell. Michigan. Ro- Derek Bell. Did you say Derek Bell? Bell? Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie Bell. Yeah, Killer bees. Killer bees. <laughs> Brandon Bell and Bo. Man, man that, Bo that was a good draft choice by the Niners in the draft, getting Ronnie Bell. You guys Absolutely. always draft well. Frustrates the heck out of me. I don't understand. It's a big win. You guys look big- good. It's a good trend. I mean, I, if you read Twitter in the first half, it was the world's falling Well, because apart. you guys get, you guys grind it out. You guys aren't like – it's not That's like what people don't going understand. back throwing 80-yard bombs. Like, you guys play a little defensive football. He got away with the interception, that you know, that type of thing. But then other than that one play, I thought, you, like, McCaffrey ran well. The backup even ran well this week that you ripped on the first week. You know, so they had, like – I thought, like, they had guys that uh, – they actually kind of got, like, a team performance, I thought, in this game. Do you, so, do you worry about the cornerbacks though? Like, I always feel like every time I listen on the radio or on the, that's uh, our corners aren't yeah. very good though. They always say that's like, is that the one weakness you guys have? Is or is, is the corner? Yeah. Is that where the money is? Yeah. Because because I feel with the offensive line, I know they they try to say it's a weakness, but they play so well together. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I still have my questions about the right side of the line, but uh, yeah. uh, Adrian mind thanks for tuning in. Best podcast in the South side of it's so the good. united states it's great it's produced well they just they're on top of it they're smart they're fluid i love what you guys are doing keep it up thanks for tuning in um as far what was the question you asked me darren i was i was just saying are you worried about the corners like to me like i'm just i know you've been we're talking good and i know it's negative nine or talk but i've heard like yeah, other i've fine. heard like i've heard like whitner talk about it and other guys that do not follow niners where they're like they are a little concerned with the corners at times. But, I mean, the, the Niners' defense, the pass rush always, I know, makes up for it. But Stafford kind of made it look a little simple. But I don't know. What do you think? Is that like a position of weakness? Do you guys actually have – do you feel nervous at a position? I don't feel nervous about it. I think that's probably one of the worst positions on the defense for sure. But I think it's all game plan. I think everything in the first half, the Niners, was the corners were asked to just be 15, 10 to 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. Well, why the hell was tackle. that a strategy? 
Probably because they didn't want Stafford <laughs> to beat you down the field. I don't know. But you watch the game. They just had a cover four shell, and the two linebackers yeah. would rally to the ball. It just didn't make sense. I do think the second corner, whether that's uh, Lenore or Oliver, who has been a revelation in the run game, that guy is a freak. He was an ex-Falcon, I believe, too. Yeah, he was. That's yeah. an absolute monster. He's almost like a nickel linebacker. You put him in the slot, and like he can cover a tiny bit. But if he has to He's rally to the ball, you guys. Very my, good. My, my only concern with the on court, my only concern with the quarterbacks is the depth is like razor thin. So like, if yeah. they had a big injury, where do they go? You know. Yeah, well, they have to sign somebody at that point. That Oliver guy, though, could be legit help for you guys, though. Like, I thought it was funny. I listened to him on a few interviews. He's like, I haven't started 1 0 for five years or two. Yeah. I thought he's got a totally different situation a little bit, but now the Falcons this year are 2 0. But uh, I thought he's been a good. I think he's been good for you guys. So uh, I, I don't know. It, if you guys, you guys just seem to get these type of guys that add on to your depth. And I was just wondering what position. Like, I know you have both. It's definitely a corner. I think, yeah, yeah. I agree. I yeah. move into another position in the second of the safeties. Man, who fung is this? He's a beast. He's a freak. I, absolute steal of a pick. I, I, like, I'm normally Mr. Negative. Brian calls me on this podcast. I, I can't see that. This the funga, cowabunga. He's just amazing. I love what he's my favorite player on the 49ers on the defense side of the ball right now. I don't think he's the best, but he's a, yeah. he, he reminds you of all the great safeties before him. Like, not in. Even 49er history, but like he's just on that lovely or he's on that trajectory. And it's funny. Hey, who was the guy on the who was the safety that was on those teams with that lost with like an NFC? Goldson? Yeah, is he on that level? And who was the other one? There was another one I thought that was Whitner. Like right? is he is he on those there's guys' levels? Yeah, absolutely. I think he's easily on yeah. pace. Yeah. Goldson was great too. Goldson was a lot of fun. That guy and, was and, and Gibson's very good too. Yeah, I thought he would lose a step. We haven't needed Zaire Brown at all. Gibson's been right there making plays. Brian, we had a sighted. We hadn't seen him since week one. Eliza Mitchell shows up, 11 carries, 56 yards. A couple of them in garbage time. But what were your thoughts on Christian McCaffrey, who's been an absolute tank, absolute beast? Probably the best running back in the NFL. Zahn will have the highlights, but as far as production, McCaffrey is still that guy, in my opinion. What are your thoughts? We find Kyle Shanahan said, let's give McCaffrey a little bit of a break, keep him under 20 carries. Would it good to see? Or yeah. do you want more McCaffrey? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like Eli Mitchell's got that talent. He's like the the pounded up the middle guy, but I feel like... Pound it, pound it, pound it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, there's like the outside runner, you know? McCaffrey's a pizer... Does it, doesn't it surprise you how much McCaffrey runs the ball between the tackles? Like, every time, I'm like, man, come on, yeah. just go down. Don't be hurt. He switches hands better than almost anybody, too, like, with the ball. Well, McCaffrey? Yeah, he does, like, a really good job of, like, if he does, he has to stiff arm right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's, just, he's really good. I noticed that. Like, he really switches it up more so than the other guys. His catching ability is what separates him, though. He just he kind of, like, dropped last night, but you're yeah, right. Yeah, but his route running, I mean, like, he's always open if Purdy wanted to go to him. <laughs> yeah, he's that. Right yeah, now. yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like Eli Mitchell's finally getting into his stride. I think it's a good sign for him to get ten carries. I think it's gonna have uh, gotta have you need him. Can't you gotta have that pounding guy. You're absolutely right. 
Man, nah. that wasn't a good saying. Well, I'll just say he's a tough runner. He's a tough runner. Brian, but that doesn't beat your saying you had on Sunday talking the gri- the gridiron where you said the cream always rises to the crest. That was my favorite one. He had toothpaste on his mind. Leave him alone. Uh, we're talking CMC. Let's get into the magnificent Christian McCaffrey. Did, did, did I rip on Jimmy a lot on that podcast? Brian, you ripped on everybody who didn't make love to the 49ers from what I heard. Brian, I, I think you might owe Jimmy an apology. I don't know. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what I was doing. Like it's, I ended up being out of the podcast, and I was like, how, how did that happen? <laughs> you it, was got so, off. it was it was so hard waking up in bed like on <laughs> monday morning i had a hard time getting to work i was like man oh what, why did i do this <laughs> the diners get again and that's what we a lot of us say the night before that's what a lot of us say before it makes you it, it's it's those games that keep you and they're not those games but those nights of drinking that keep you Coming back or not coming back for more the next night, which is an uh, important fact that you realize you got a little too tipsy. You went to bed, you woke up, you got to work, you made it to work. And now I, had, I had to call out sick during the playoffs because after the Cowboys game, <laughs> I, I spiked my keys and I couldn't find them anywhere. So I had to call oh, my man. boss and say I couldn't find my keys anywhere. That is never a good look, Brian. Let's get into the magnificent of Christian McCaffrey since he's become a 49er. He's played 12 games with the 49ers. He played, I'm not going to count the game where he played the Chiefs, where he was on the team from Thursday to Sunday. He got a couple carries. Brian Spiky Keys. Come on, we throw up. Just kidding. But McCaffrey. In his last 12 games, he has 1,489 yards, 823 yards after contact. We're talking about Yak Boys. This guy's the main Yak guy. He's made 45 guys miss their tackles, and he has 13 total TDs. And the stat that blew my mind the most, tied with Jerry Rice for the most consecutive games with a TD in 49ers history. In his wow. first 12 games, wow. he's played on the team. Well, I guess he played against the team. His first 13, first 12 starts. He's tied with Jerry Rice for the most TDs in a row, in a game. It's just absolutely stunning. Brian, does he break the record next Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals? And what oh, is, ESPN gave him a C-. minus. Do you have any harsh words for ESPN? And will he break the record Jerry Rice set for the 49ers? I, I, don't, know touchdowns I, don't, know what, game. I don't know what ESPN is thinking on some of their trade evaluations because – how do you give that a C minus? I get maybe they thought that they gave up. Uh, <laughs> it's always going off the rails on the TMB podcast. That's what we do. They thought Brian, they maybe sorry. gave up too much for the future, but I mean, he's been such a good fit, and he's he's just uh, he's just the running back we needed for to make our offense to go to the next level. <laughs> he's the perfect Shanahan weapon. He, he can do everything, everything you'd want in a running back. Darren, what's so funny? What are you laughing about? He's good at spiking the ball when he scores. That's a good thing. He's good. <laughs> this is there. I don't know why it's funny. I just thinking of Brian. I just thinking of Brian calling this boss. <laughs> sorry, I'm losing it for you. Uh, no, I, I just think you. I mean, come on. That's the advantage you guys have over it. We. I already said it a second ago. I mean, he can pass. He can, he, 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 
that's the whole reason like he could be in the MVP discussion. It's because of Purdy. If as good as Purdy is, he's not established. So like if the Niners, let's say go fifteen and one, you guarantee and McCaffrey's healthy the whole year, you know he's gonna be top ten, probably top five in MVP voting. Probably, right? I'm thinking. If that was the scenario, so that that's how good this guy is. Sixteen or one. How is he going to see my this trade rating? Is my question. They, I I remember being on Twitter <laughs> when he was still a Panther in Week One. Madden ratings came out, and he was rated higher than I think like Kareem Hunt. People were having having an outrage because he only played like three games the year before. And I was like, Christian McCaffrey should be the top of this list. He's the best player if he's healthy. And being like, yeah, but he always hurt. I'm like, it's the NFL. People get hurt every week. It can happen every play. It can happen in practice. We had we just saw a Trayvon Diggs. Hope he's doing all right. But like Christian McCaffrey is unbelievable. He I, a C minus. You get the best one of the best weapons in the NFL, and you get a C minus. And they didn't even give up a first round pick. Did he score? A t- he didn't sense. score a touchdown though, did he? Last night he did. Or he didn't score. T- he did. How many yards did he rush for though? Eighty something. Yeah, so you didn't get a hundred, so I, that makes sense. <laughs> 85, 85 yards. And we're just we're just looking for reasons to just bring the Niners down. Is, is, is this from Nick? Is this from Nick Wright? Yeah, we're we're gonna take him right behind the the Cowboys uh, because they didn't drop forty on the on the Giants. Hey, our guys at Variety Sports had you number one. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. (laughs) Who you go for for sports news, check out Variety Sports. Uh, Like, subscribe. Check out the YouTube. Check out all the channels associated with them, with Fat Boy Fadeaway, Far End of the Bend. Out of your falcon mind, they are just all killing it. And as far as Variety Sports goes, best network. And hit like on this damn thing. If you're watching, hit the like button. I'd appreciate it. It's tough. It's, I mean, it's tough to raise your little, your little, your little bows and hit that like button. It's right there. <laughs> Those phalanges do, moving. Do the like, even retweet it if you're watching on Twitter. Um, but anyway, Brian, the big news of the day: 49ers extend Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch three weeks in after a tumultuous offseason where they let go of the number three overall pick. Were there any doubts? I, I mean, I mean, I, I just feel at this point that Shanahan is, has the team that he wants and Lynch is, a, a, I mean, he's made some swings and misses, but I feel like he's still a good GM. And I think Shanahan's a great coach and I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, Grant Cohen on this show is probably going ballistic on what, what, what were you thinking? Giving Shanahan an extension. <laughs> Is there any word? I, I, I hate those guys. And the fact like, we, had to lead, we had to read Lowell Code's articles growing up. I mean, literally right last year, he wanted to ship off Shanahan to the Vikings for, for first-round draft picks. He says, go with the, go work with your boy cousins. You guys should, you guys should try to get him on the show. <laughs> Lowell Grant. Lowell blocked me because I said he, he, Bill Wallace hates him, and he did, by the way. But he blocked me. That's for a comment. Uh, Brian, you brought up uh, how great a job John Lynch has done, which I can't disagree. And Kyle Shanahan, I think, is the number one play caller in the NFL now. I, I mean, I mean you, you guys were Purdy saved his job. Purdy you guys were whipping on that kicker. Giving him hell during the preseason, and he's looking like 
amazing to start the regular season. It really just shows how much preseason doesn't mean squat. Well, Brian, we got that. a call. We got a comment from Aaron Cass. Uh, they disagree with us. It's crazy they get extended. Never won a Super Bowl together. And nobody talks enough about how they have never developed Trey Lance. Brian. Can I agree with Aaron? I was about to say I agree with Aaron. Purdy saved their job. So what if Purdy did not come on last year onto the scene, they probably don't make the NFC championship game because you have a work, you know, because Jimmy G obviously is hurt. He couldn't play. So he wasn't making it. Second reference to him tonight. And then we get there. So he's obviously not making it. I agree. If it's not for Purdy, there's a reason you could be saying, like, other than Lynch drafting unreal defenders. They have, you know, the, they, the Lance thing was a disaster. I mean, it really was in terms of what they gave up for him. And then but, now but, he's but off, what, off what, the what so did, Purdy what, saved what, his job. I agree, Aaron. Go ahead, Brett. What has, what has Lance shown that has made him a legitimate it, starter? They drafted him. Not, he wasn't shown anything. But I'm saying Tyler asked the question. Was he I didn't ask extended? it. Aaron asked it. No, well, you originally said they extended Shanahan Lynch. My thing was, is I don't necessarily think they're getting this great extension if Purdy doesn't come on the scene. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, they do have a loaded roster with $41 million in cap space. I know that. Like, they're doing a great job. Yeah, they drafted great. You're, you can't hold that and against I, them. And I know you I say, agree with I know you. Say de- I know you say defenders, but he drafted Debo, IU, you For know, sure. all, all these other guys. So. Kittle. No, I get you. I'm just saying the quarterback is the most important position. That's usually where GMs and coach are fired or hired, right? And usually. they slug and miss on a top five pick, and that normally doesn't work out. I That's all I'm That's all right. I'm Yeah. But everything else they've done, I don't see how they – And per, Yeah, but do they deserve an extension now since they did draft Purdy and they yeah. saved their – Like, it, I don't know. Yeah, I – I'm just acknowledging Purdy saved it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm I'm saying. Aaron, I'd love to know who you think they should replace him with if they don't deserve this extension. Please leave a comment. I'd love to hear it. Can the Raiders trade RGM and coach for years? (laughs) I I know I've been hard on Shanahan, but I think he's the best coach we've had since Bill Walsh. So I'd say Bill Bill Walsh, Kyle Shanahan. And then I'd say uh, John Harbaugh and then Seifert's four. Seifert has two damn Super Bowls. How about Mooch? <laughs> Mooch can go back to Cal. <laughs> Brian, Aaron, real quick. I, I still can't believe it. they fired Mooch and got Dennis Erickson. I mean, what were you thinking on that one? <laughs> decade, he wasn't going to win anything. <laughs> Who's more valuable, coach or GM in this instance? Shanahan or Lynch? Who makes it all work? I'm going to go Shanahan because he just – he, I, I feel like he's the straw in the drink, stirring the drink. Cream to the no, crust. No they crust to the top. <laughs> Dan, who do you think's more valuable, Santa, Santa or Lynn? I kind of, I, I, I want to lead with Brian on this one a little bit, but I'm going to go Lynch just because even though I ripped, I ripped on him for the Lancer. It's terrible. But you were right. Awful. He did draft Purdy, so he does make up for that. I go Lynch has developed Lynch has drafted some amazing players like that late in rounds. And maybe Shanahan gets the credit for developing, but this they those guys trade out coaches all the time. It's not like the head coach is like working with Fred Warner on footwork and stuff like that. So it's like I just feel like the GM plays a bigger factor in the Niner success to this point. I'm with John or I don't know if I'm combined, I think 
Kyle Shanahan makes this turn. I think everything Lynch does goes through Kyle Shanahan. I think Kyle Shanahan has that like bravado. So you think Shanahan makes those draft picks then? I think those he talks to Kyle Shanahan about. Yeah. I don't think he. They always go with what Kyle Shanahan wants. But I think he is talked to. I think he's a big key in this call. I don't think he has no say on what goes on. And the way he makes this offense work with the likes of Brock Purdy, Jimmy G, who I just referenced, uh, and, like, it works with these quarterbacks who people don't believe in for some reason. Like, I think Purdy's on a different level. I do think in general, though, the coach is going to make a bigger difference on the team. I mean, that's obvious, right? They're with him day to day. I'm just saying – in this instance, with the Niners, most coaches aren't put in this great a position by their GMs. That's all I'm just trying to say with that. Aaron Cass says the 49ers would be better with Eric Bieniemy or Brian Flores. Anybody agree? Anybody disagree? We don't need to get too crazy. Just an agree or disagree. Flores maybe would Flores maybe would be interested to me. Brian disagrees. No. Better than with Shanahan? No, I don't think better than Shanahan, though. Okay. No way. We all disagree. I, I think Brian Flores is a great defensive coordinator. He could be a good head coach. Hasn't really been given the real opportunity. He had his moments in Miami where they were good, but then that soured out real quick for who knows why. They both have different reasons why it went sour. But I I just think San Ann's a better coach. I think the Niners are in a better position with him. Do you have I, anything else I, to talk I, about, I, Brian? I think what limited Shanahan in the past was – just having a quarterback who was who wasn't a franchise quarterback, and he there's so much you can do with a guy like that. I agree. I mean, he helped Matt Ryan win an MVP. A key cog in that. Well, I mean, you Matt, think Purdy Matt be Ryan's better than Matt Ryan? I would you guys say. think Purdy? Do you guys think Purdy could be better than Matt? I was actually thinking that before he got on. Like, could he make? Could he get Purdy better? Like, as good as Matt Ryan, or not better? Like, do you yeah, feel like? Yeah. yeah. I think he's better in the pocket. Because people like forget moving. Matt Ryan was a pretty good player. Like, you know, I mean, Matt Ryan was unbelievable, but people also go, oh, Purdy has all these weapons. Matt Ryan was effing with Julio Jones, Roddy White, Michael Turner. God, like, I love me some Roddy White. He was a good player. Like some great player. Like, I, I mean, Matt Ryan's way underrated in my opinion. I think he's better than Phillip Rivers, and a lot of people would take Phillip Rivers over uh, Matt Ryan. He had a little Phillip Rivers in him, though, because like, oh, he would for have sure. bad games, too, like. Remember, like, he would kill you in fantasy. He would go, like, one one touchdown for four interceptions or something like that, too. He does. But I know he's a Falcons legend in that sense. But I, he's kind of where I look at it because Shanahan coached the Falcons, Tyler. So, I was like, he was yeah. on my mind. Like, it's, you know. So, you think he could be as good as Matt Ryan, who was a top five pick. It's crazy to think Purdy, last pick of the draft. And then he could be better than a guy. You know, it's just – it was pretty crazy. I just don't see any limit. Like, people – have like the, put these limits on Purdy that I just haven't seen yet. Like they're like, oh, he doesn't have the arm strength, but he gets the ball out quick. He gets it down the field when he needs it. He threw the thirty-yard touchdown to Debo right on the money last night. He's done it multiple times. I just don't see the limitations people are putting on. I've seen Drew Brees with a below average arm throw for five thousand five hundred yards this season. Will Purdy reach those levels? Probably not because those are unbelievable top three quarterback in all NFL. I don't think he's there. He says, I just think Purdy's better than people give him credit for, and I think he will keep growing as a quarterback yeah that's what sold me on purdy was that kurt warner video that he posted on purdy and he really showed how much he can throw it down the field because he said people think he's a dink and dunker but he he's he's good at getting the ball down the field and it really showed 
like videos of Purdy doing that. You're given what you're. You got to play with what you're given. I yeah, you can't hold Matt Ryan accountable for. I mean, there's two sides of the ball in football, so it's tough. Like people give Derek Carr, who I'm not a Derek Carr guy, but they're like, oh, look at the defense. Yeah, but look at. I'm not. This, I'm not even acquainted with Matt Ryan, but like. Sometimes you just have to make plays and keep your defense off the field. Like, that would make your defense better, I'd imagine, right? Yeah. I, I think mean, Ryan's good, though. I'm not, like, trying to downplay Matt Ryan. I, I do agree with Brian. My favorite part of Purdy is he does have some arrogance to him, though. And, like, you know, I do like that about him a little bit. He does got a little swag to, to him a little bit. So, I think that part about him is, is kind of cool a little bit. Yeah, when I mean, you don't have a good defense as a quarterback, I mean that that and that, but that happens. But like my my thing is always, I know they're all tibers, but I'm like, I don't remember Peyton Manning at the beginning of his career having good good, good defenses, and he still went thirteen and three or whatever. You know what I mean? So I, there's there is that part of it. So when you know if you're he was a quarterback, you guys win games. That's all I mean. Exactly. And you're asked to do it different ways. Like Purdy yeah. wasn't like. Asked to do anything in the first half, except not turn it over. He almost turned it over that what two throws, but it wasn't. Um, Would you rather have Bryce Young or Brock Purdy, Tyler? Brock Purdy. Okay. Brock Purdy. No, I'm just just wondering right there. Yeah. There's no rookie I'd rather have quarterback wise than Purdy. Two years quarterback. That's crazy. The third quarterback. Yeah, I just I I think he fits Shanahan's system perfectly. Knows what he's doing. That's nuts. been, Been unbelievable. All right, Brian, I don't have anything else for this outside of other NFL news. I mean, we, we could go with, go with call, uh, games we're looking forward to. Who yeah. do you guys play next week? Arizona Cardinals. We'll get into that after we talk about week three. Brian, what games are you looking forward to this week? I'm definitely the, for college. I'm, like, I'm really looking forward to Colorado versus Oregon. Because well, they're what going is to Sanders done for college football. Nobody cares about Colorado until Dion gets there. Nine million people <laughs> watch Colorado versus Colorado. That's insane. <laughs> I, 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 like people were staying up till two thirty to watch this game on the East Coast. I I, I happen to take a nap from a seven thirty. I got to, to I'll be right back. I... Okay, my guess is he has to uh, to to urinate. That's why I got. Uh, but my. <laughs> Brian, I watched the same game. I, I was surprised people were up to two thirty. What other game you got on your mind? That's a good one. Next week, Colorado plays USC though, too. Yeah, I think the other game is just intrigues me is Chargers versus Minnesota because the loser of that game is going to go zero and three. Okay, I also had Falcons at Li- <laughs> or Falcons Lions because yeah, that, that one be good. because the Falcons are two and zero and the Lions are one and one and they kind of came off that tough loss against the Seahawks. Yeah. So if the, let's just say the Falcons do beat them. They go to three and zero, which shocks people. And then you have the Lions go to one and two, and now they have pressure for Week Four. Could go the opposite, and you know Falcons. It, it would be a loss for probably Falcons fans. Maybe you would expect it, I guess, at, in Detroit. But I don't know. That'd be a big win for them. Three teams are. That's the other thing. The NFC South has three teams that are two and zero. That's kind of crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean, this uh, is but, becoming but, an Atlanta Falcon two time second podcast. After the 49ers, it's Atlanta Falcons talk. Brian, I think you brought up a good game, the Charger. We'll get into the a- NFC South in a little bit. Uh, we're not going anywhere on that. I, Darren, I like what you had to say, but did Kurt Cousins end up getting traded if they lose this game? Yeah, I mean, it's just if they go 0 3, you really got to like figure that they got to start like 
rebuilding for the future. And like, I feel like Kirk Cousins is going to put, be put on the trading block if you're 0 and 3. There? No chance. No way no he ch- ends up on the Jets? <laughs> nope. No chance. No chance. Why, why is there no chance? The Falcons just traded for Acres. They have Jefferson. They're not trade. They're not. They're not. They're not doing that to Jefferson. I wouldn't do that to him. Where you're just throwing some random quarterback at him. I. I don't know. Cousins at least. Come on, like in that Eagles game, like he's not the best, but he does make some plays. Like especially that one look off play. That was that was pretty good football from an NFL quarterback. I'm just saying, like he reminds me of Carson Palmer on the Raiders at this point. I'm not. He's not great. It's a big loser. He's better than that, though, but he's got that type of feel to me a little bit. like Because the Raiders are more dif- dysfunctional than the Vikings ever would imagine they could be. I wouldn't trade Cousins. What are you, uh, what are you doing? That, that's not Okay, here's a, hy- here's a hypothetical three-way deal. What are the Jets giving him? Brian, I love when you talk about three-ways. Let's keep it good. <laughs> here's a hypothetical, <laughs> hypothetical <laughs> three-way trade. is. You the basically the Vi- all the Vikings get is draft picks, and then they get Trey Lance from the Cowboys. Oh yes, but I mean, but I mean, <laughs> he's in this he's in a situation where he's in his hometown, and he could they could play him to see what they get for the future, and then Cousins goes to the Jets, and then the Jets send a player to the Cowboys because the Cowboys aren't really going to play Trey Lance. I mean, that would make. It would make sense for all sides. I don't think I they don't. can trade them right now because they just. I think you have to wait a couple. Like there's some rule when you trade for a player. Oh, I, but I you trade, think the Chargers no, or Vikings trade, win then? Oh yes. Who wins? So you guys obviously think the Chargers are winning? If we're talking about trading. No, cousins. I was asking hypothetically if they. I, they both suck. They both are hard to pick. They put. They'll put up number. The quarterback. The fact, this seems like a game like, the Vikings. Are and the fact, the fact that Eckler's out again. I mean, that's not good for the Chargers. No, it's not. Uh, I don't know. But I've, I've seen Herbert play great with Palmer as his best receiver. Like, you just, but I've seen him play terrible when he has all his weapons. It's tough. They, and you have Brandon Staley as your coach. That's the big thing. Like, you don't win with the guy. The guy's terrible. Why, why, why didn't you try to go and get Sean Payton? He would have made more sense there than he makes in Denver. He probably didn't want to live in Minnesota. Yeah, my guess. No, he's talking about San Diego or LA. Oh, uh, LA. That would have been perfect for Sean Payton. Maybe he likes the no no uh, laws on drugs in Denver. I think he might partake. I don't know the way he's been coaching these first two weeks. Anything, nothing is off the books. Uh, back to the NFC South, Darren. I think you brought up a crazy point. Three two and O teams from the NFC South. Nobody saw this coming. Is this it could. We, could they keep this going? Is there any way the NFC South it has three ten-win teams? That that game on between the Saints and Panthers is not pretty football in any means. I mean, seriously, Tyler, that's why if you watch that game, like that's a Derek Carr game that I see millions of times. You know what I mean? It's like yes, they got the win, but that's not winning you much in the playoffs or the, you get my point. Like it's not, it's losing you in the first round of the Bengals. It's, it's not winning you any games. So at the end of the day, it's like, that's where like, I know Brian was giving Jimmy G bad because he, you know, obviously the liquid courage helps you with ripping on him and stuff. But that's where my point is like, these guys are all in between. It's just, how do they perform in the big moments? And Carr doesn't usually perform in big moments. That's how I feel. 
You know what I mean? Like Jimmy G yeah. under the lights has usually performed a little bit. I know the Super Bowl throw. That's where I went there with that. So, but the NFC South yeah. also is like the Falcons. Can they go? Like they, they have a big week against the Lions. Like I said, that changes things if they go three and zero. And so I think the Saints to me will fall off a little bit. But I also think uh, what was the other team? The Bucks. The that's Bucks. the biggest one, right? With Mayfield and and Evans. That's pretty. That's kind of been a surprising connection. But maybe maybe it's the perfect fit. A guy at the end of his career, last chance, like a Geno type situation, just maybe earlier. I don't know. I mean, he was the number one pick. He, it's not like he was a, you know, a total bum. So I don't know. No, I I I don't. Brian, it's do you weird. have a thought? Does, do they keep oh. this going? Could they? How how many ten win teams does this division have? I I mean I, the the person I've been surprised the most with is Baker Mayfield. Because seeing him in OTAs, I was like, I thought this is going to be a long season, but he's brought it this year. And it wasn't just liquid courage with Jimmy G. It was like the two seasons he was healthy with the Niners, 25, Brian, 25 interceptions, 25 interceptions. It's like you play good, bright under the lights. Like, come on, man. Don't give me that stuff. You won football games. Okay, Shots. so back to the <laughs> NFC South. He's already got three Raiders in two games. Three. I'm two. not done talking about fucking Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Two. He's gone. I think the Falcons get 10, and I think the Saints get 10. Brian, how many 10 win teams? I'm only going to go two. I go with none. I think. Two, th- maybe three will win nine. The Falcons, I love their roster. I just like, as a lot of people don't trust Purdy, I don't trust Edmund Ritter. I just think there's limitations. Will he get better? And if I see that he's getting better, I have the right to change my mind. I just haven't seen it in the first two weeks. But I do think they still win the division. I just, the Panthers are terrible. I don't believe in Baker and the Saints. They play such a bad schedule. They could get to 10. I hope the Falcons win that division. I, just because of the roster and Bazan is that special of a player. I want to Dude, that run. Did you see all the angles from that Packers? Yeah, it's just run? insane. Right. The guy's crazy. He reminds me of Ladanian Tomlinson. No, that was a good call on your everywhere. Part. Yeah. Uh, the game I'm most interested in. It's a 12 and a half point spread, which is a lot for the NFL. It's the Chiefs versus the Bears in Kansas City. I want to. I'm thinking about teasing this to 20 because the Chiefs haven't even played very good. And the Bears, their defense is beyond pathetic. And if they could slow down Justin Fields' legs, it's going to be a long day for the Bears. Am I crazy for thinking the the bet on the Chiefs to win by twenty points? Yeah, no, you aren't. I think you are. I think the Bears could win this one. I think the Bears could win this game. Oh, that's good. That's just good. <laughs> I do think the Chiefs. The Chiefs strike me. These are the games that worry me, though, because like. They, no, not like, after they for me, these are the ones that would work. No, not not after Fields. I just feel like the Bears. The Bears got to be in complete out, desperation. Dude. That's not good. I mean, I, I just feel like they got to be in complete desperation. But no, I just say desperation for me. They don't have any talent. That's the problem. Like, they have a quarterback who can run, a receiver who's good if he has the ball, a guy who can get him, and the defense is a sieve. It's the worst. It's defense. just desperation. Teams have like to keep it close. Like there was this year. Remember the Jets were terrible. They. Oh, I think they were the Jets, the the Patriots, the Patriots. Chiefs were like were like twenty, like eighteen point favorites to the Jets, and the that Jets was were later like later in the year though. Yeah, 
Or then the Rams. No, then the Jets beat the Rams. Maybe that's the team I'm thinking about. The Jets beat the Rams late in the season, and they were like 20-point favorites. They ended up beating them again. I'm just saying it's early in the season still. The team hasn't completely given up. It would be hard for me to put money on a team to win by 20. It's, I, I predicted 55-3 to three on the variety sports thread. I, I think the Bears are beyond pathetic, and I think the Chiefs I mean, have played bad offensively, and I think Mahomes, this is a get-right game. You get to go home. You're not. It's not opening night. You get your full rest Sunday night, Sunday or Sunday game. You get Kelsey healthy. I I I just think it's gonna be. I, and Pacheco hopefully he plays. If he doesn't play, then I mean you still have McKinnon. I didn't think the Chiefs are. I'm surprised you didn't but think the Bears Steelers are, Raiders. It's, it's it's a it's a really bad matchup for Fields. He's not gonna perform well in this game. No. That Chiefs home crowd too. Gary, let's get into the Raiders. What? Hey, T, Brian, I got to go here in a minute. So can I give my right. quick thoughts on the Raiders Steelers? Yeah, can I kick you out of the thread or just remove you from the stream after you're done? If, if, they, lose, if, they, if they lose okay. this game, you're going to get hurt. I will get hurt. Sunday night, talking the grid, Aaron, <laughs> I'll be on. Rev will be commenting. He's a Steelers fan. He won't probably join me live. But, Brian, uh, you'll be Heineken free, I think. And then we'll have Jimmy on as well. So I'm looking forward to talking the grid, Aaron, Sunday night. We'll have that game. I think the Raiders bounce back. Your boy, Jimmy G, does get the win here. Brian, don't be gripping on him tonight. It's going to be a big win. And the fact that I'm going to be doing it live will be a lot of fun. So I look forward to that part with it. Tyler, I'm sorry I got to cut out on you a little bit earlier. You're good. Thanks for coming the in. Be, the better half right. just got home with the oldest son. So I got to take off here a little bit. John, thanks for tuning in, my man. Looking forward to checking out the rest of your guys' pod. I checked out the first hour today. So look forward to checking out the rest as well. Brian. I'll see you Sunday, Tyler. One of these Sundays, hopefully so. See you guys later. Later, man. Darren, thanks for tuning in. One of the best. Uh, Check out Fatboy Fadeaway Sunday morning. Brian, are you going to be on Fatboy this morning or Sunday? You can check out Brian and uh, Darren. uh, We're about done here. Uh, Brian, is there any more games? One last game that you're interested in? You ready to get out of here? Enjoy your Friday night. I'm, I'm actually We're already three and zero. I have a Sunday of no stress. I'm gonna just kick back, put my feet up. I don't have to worry about nothing except for a little fantasy football. But at the end of the day, it's just fantasy football. It's not the real thing. It's not the 49ers. I'm, Brian, I'm, what are you I'm, be I'm doing? really interested in uh, Colts versus Ravens because I think it could be an offensive shootout with Grand- with Gardner Minshew. No, it's going to be Trent Richardson versus Lamar. Not Jackson. Trent Richardson. That's the running back for the <laughs> Browns a couple of years ago. He's not their quarterback. I think Anthony Richardson's still out. Is he playing? Yeah, he's playing. I didn't know that. I thought he was out. Let me double check that. He played last right. week. And he got a concussion in the first quarter. That was a Colts rule week. out quarterback Anthony Richardson with concussion. We'll start Gunner Minshew versus Ravens. Is that what's said? Or Gardner Minshew. Are we still interested in Gardner Minshew versus the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens? <laughs> Brian, it like that. Is, I'm out of here. I got to go. It's my Friday night. I'm going to go take yeah. care of my kid. Uh, hey, if you tuned into this podcast, hit that damn like button. I know there's only one of you who have. I appreciate who never did. Don, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate it. Like always, I love your podcast. Uh, if you want to listen to this podcast, Check out Variety Sports Network. Check out Fat Boy. Check out uh, Add Your Fucking Mind. Check out everything on Variety Sports Network. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. And if you, you will hear about the Atlanta Falcons 
and Jimmy G as well as your San Francisco 49ers on this podcast at least once. It cannot be – we can't be stopped. They have to be brought up it's every week that now. Um, and like that, uh, Brian, I got a little sound – a new sound bit we're going to play now every time we break down the games. I just have to find it. Before, before we break down the game, let me just say, this is what you have to do. Listeners, come on. Where's the sound bite? Why didn't it work? And we will break down that 49ers game. We're going forward. That's our sound bite tonight. <laughs> we're doing it. And like that, me and Brian, we're out of here. I appreciate you guys all tuning in. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We're out.